Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branville, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing, Jay? Thank you, brother. Doing really well. I'm uh, super excited about our conversation today. Yeah, we got a very cool guest coming up here. Before we get to that, I just want to show some love to our sponsors and our supporters, bruceandhypebot.com and bandsintown.com. Thank you so much for sharing the website or sharing the the episodes sharing the podcast with everybody letting them know what's going on we appreciate that and of course to our sponsors bandzoogle.com built by musicians for musicians bandzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and epk for your music bandzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world from weekend warriors to grammy winners All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, of course, social media integrations and amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. We have a pretty cool little offer here. Head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days. Use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, and you will get 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musician. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts, online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money. That's a lot of streams. Mm -hmm. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So got a little offer. Head over to discmakers.com. Place an order for 100 or more CDs, and when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, and you will save up to $150 in shipping. you got to listen to this guest. This is great. He's lived it. He's experienced it, and he's killing it on Patreon now. We're joined by Ron Keel from Keel, from Steeler. He's got radio shows, podcasts. He's released books. You know, he's a touring artist still, um, but he's killing it on Patreon. He's going to tell yeah. us how he's doing it and what the lessons are that he's learned on how to get the most out of Patreon. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Everybody, I am really proud to welcome to the Music Biz Weekly podcast, the metal cowboy himself, Ron Keel. Reporting for duty. Great to see you guys. (laughs) Thanks for having me on this podcast. I'm a big fan of what you're doing and great to be a part of this particular broadcast with you guys. Thank you, so, So, you know... I've had you on on my other podcast, Three Sides of the Coin, a couple times, and and honestly, every time you're on, it's like, besides your stories of rock and roll, which are just incredible, and, and go out and get Ron's book, you'll get some incredible stories there. I've always said your business acumen, your business knowledge 
is so fascinating, so interesting. I even suggested to you write a book about the music business that you've learned because you're somebody who's been there when it was the old business and it's now the new business. And you're, I, I guess I could safely say you've thrived in both of them. Oh, I appreciate that, Mike. And, you know, the game has changed with uh, the course of history of the 40 years I've been in the business. The game has changed, but the rules are still the same. You got to work your ass off, deliver a great product, and find new ways to get that product to people who might want to uh, enjoy it. So it really, I, I, I've tried to adapt through the last four decades, and I feel like I've done a pretty good job at that. I, I've been able to, to, uh, pay the bills without getting a real job for four decades. I mean, yeah. uh, I'll count that as a victory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you you haven't had to go out there and ask, you want fries with that yet, but it is a real job, man. It, it is hard work. It's exhausting as, and I, I identify myself as any small business owner, uh, trying to make a living in changing times and finding a way to stay relevant finding a way to deliver whatever product it is, whether it's pizza, shoes, or entertainment to yeah. people. And uh, I do, I do a, a, attribute a lot of that to uh, certainly my dad's work ethic. He was a, a construction worker who, through the evolving times in the 60s and 70s, when I was growing up watching him own his own business, having to adapt, having to move to different towns I mean, we moved around a lot when I was a kid uh, from wherever the job was. That's where we went. And I kind of followed that pattern in my life, moving to Hollywood in 1981 uh, during the beginnings of that 80s metal explosion, moving to Nashville even before that and, and back to Nashville. Vegas was great to me for 10 years, always trying to, to go where the work is. For the past couple of decades, the work has been online. And that has been our, our conduit to reach as many people as we possibly can. So I've tried to learn and adapt. And I've learned a lot from you, Mike. Uh, you've been my mentor now for over a year with this online marketing. And you've taken my, what, what I already had, you've helped me take it to the next level. So I appreciate your, well, your I, contribution I, to I my online presence. I appreciate and, those kind words. Yeah. I, and yeah. I'm, I'm speaking, I'm preaching to the choir here. Mike Brandbold, the music media marketing genius, <laughs> who, I mean, I can't hold a candle to that. All the stuff that you email, but you should be doing this. You should be doing that. I try and do as much as I possibly can. But you find any way you possibly can to entertain people, whether it's on the tailgate of your truck or in a sold out arena. You just got to entertain people. And, well, and I love that. I, I love that so much. I mean, with with what you do, you know, my, my grandfather always said, the harder I work, the luckier I get. And you're you're embodying that, right? Because you go out and you kind of make your own luck. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and I, and I said we were going to be talking today. And he knew some of me, maybe Steeler, maybe knew some of the, the bigger tracks, you know, from Keel. But I was telling him that this is a, a singer, a songwriter, musician, author, podcaster, radio host. And the thing that really made me smile was when I was looking at your website and I saw, yeah, I mean, you always see the music and the merch, but you had a couple of things on there. I'd love to talk to you about one is memorabilia and the other one is experiences. And I think that is pretty cutting edge 
And to survive today, it's got to be this holistic approach. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, the memorabilia and experiences and maybe how that came about? Well, those are two separate uh, sides of the coin, no pun intended, but the experiences are really the bottom line and that those experiences really come down to relationships and the internet has given us the opportunity to develop personal relationships with all of our fans worldwide. And that's what music really is. I mean, that, that, that relationship that, that an entertainer has with their audience, the internet has given us the opportunity to really uh, become friends with our audience. I, I, we never got that chance back when I was growing up with Zeppelin and Deep Purple and Black Sabbath. I mean, they were rock gods off in another world. The only way we could find out about them was to read Circus Magazine or Hit Parade or, or Cream Magazine. Yeah. Nowadays, it is, it's, it's totally different. And those experiences that I offer my fans that I, it really is, it really is friendships and those relationships with the, with those people becomes it's, it's an extended family. And this is what I do at patreon.com slash Ron Keel, my subscription site. And I'm sure we'll get into that mm-hmm. uh, throughout the course of the discussion, but I offer them the chance to be a part of my extended family. And I, you know, it, it really evolved into something that, uh, I didn't expect when I found a place, you know, it's like with family, you can be yourself. And when you're in the public eye, when you're on stage, when you're uh, doing an interview or you're uh, presenting yourself to the general public, you can't let your guard down and just be yourself. I do that with my fans online. These experiences that we have, whether it's a VIP meet and greet where I invite them to sound check I invite them to dinner. I buy them a beer and a pizza. I give them a couple of free gifts, a signed photo, a coffee mug, whatever it is that I can do because they're family. It's like, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time, but I appreciate your support. And you you give them those special moments uh, of experiences that they can't get anywhere online. In fact, I'm doing that this Sunday. I'm doing a six-hour online meet and greet with just my Patreon subscribers and they can pop on at any time i'll have the camera on all day long they can pop on they want to say hello ask me a question or get some some inside information uh kind of taking them into the fan cave where you guys are right now this is my sanctuary where i work and live pretty much 24 7 so those experiences i think are invaluable we never got that with bands that i grew up idolizing kiss zeppelin uh, deep purple and alice cooper and i thought i think that was part of the rock star mystique that we had for those guys back then because they weren't as publicly acceptable or accessible and they weren't uh you if, if you wanted to see them you had to buy a ticket to their concert or hopefully catch them on tv or maybe read something in a magazine Nowadays, it really is uh, one one click away. You're one click away from either the fans that love you or the fans that don't. And not to get too long-winded, but you, Mike, Michael's interviewed me a number of times. He knows that I can just ramble on. It's all but good. Nothing wrong with that. The uh, the accessibility to those fans these days is is, is key. And you have to keep, if you're going to survive and succeed in this business, you've got to keep cultivating new fans. You've got to build that next generation. I met 
people last week on tour. I was in Ohio and Idaho, uh, Indiana. I met people in their 20s that weren't even born when my first album came out that are huge fans. I love you, Rod Keelan. They're, they're really enthusiastic and they're buying the, the merch and they're, they're enjoying the show and they're singing along. They have no idea who I was back then because I think that's part of the key to success is to continue to win over new fans. You can't, well, you can piss off your old fans. Trust me, I've done it. There's a hardcore group of people that uh, have supported me through the twists and turns as I've evolved and grown. And uh, But uh, you've got, how many bands do you buy every album they ever do for the last 40, 50 years? For me, it's a very short list. Yeah. Kiss, uh, obviously Kiss is a big part of that. And I'm a, still a big fan of their more recent original music, whether it's uh, Monster, Psycho Circus, uh, uh, Sonic Boom, uh, Scorpions, Priest, Van Halen, God rest his soul. I'd still be yeah. buying Van Halen records if, if we could get a new one. Uh, and ACDC. Those are the five bands that I'll buy everything they ever do the day it comes out. You can't say that about every band that you love or, or you, you just can't afford to uh, support every artist that you love and, and enjoy. So you've got to keep building new fans. I've got a ton of fans on my Patreon site that were Steeler fans that bought that Steeler record. It changed their life. They were, uh, and they're still engaged in the Steeler aspect of my career. There are fans that certainly Keelaholics who, uh, followed us through the eighties and supported Keel. But there are a lot of fans that have enjoyed and supported what I've done the last 10, 20 years that really, you know, you played the right to rock. Oh, hold on. This is my agent. Gene Simmons. No, it's not. It's not my agent. <laughs> it's not Gene Simmons. And we can talk about that. Sorry. I should turn the ringer off. It's all good my bad, guys. But uh, you got to keep reinventing yourself and keep winning over new fans. And I, I believe that reinventing yourself, this is an important aspect of, of my career philosophy. Reinventing yourself doesn't mean getting rid of what you used to be. It doesn't mean divorcing your former self. It means adding to it. You're adding content. We're still doing Keel and Steeler music and we're still enjoying and celebrating those accomplishments but we're going to keep creating new content new music new experiences for people to enjoy that maybe didn't get to experience the 80s or Steeler keel or any of those things so that's my basic philosophy and trying to uh to stay relevant in this business i took that from guys like david bowie who was constantly reinventing himself Absolutely. a band like band like queen uh perfect example of of my musical philosophy is a band that can do bohemian rhapsody and another one bites the dust yeah two totally different musical styles two totally different uh, musical approaches but they weren't putting up fences around their music this is who queen is this is what queen does no they were doing whatever the hell they wanted to do and creating music and having fun and entertaining people and i kind of take my business model musically from bands like queen Ron, Ron, let me let me dig into your Patreon a little bit here because Patreon's been around for a number of years and it's an incredible tool. It's a great way for you to get 
monthly recurring revenue, which over the last year has become so critical to musicians. But the challenge I've seen and heard from many musicians who go into the Patreon world is they are not prepared for the amount of additional work mm -hmm. it's going to require on you because you have to create all this exclusive content for the people who are subscribing to you on Patreon while you're still creating content that goes up for free on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and, and your website. So it's like all of a sudden you've doubled or tripled the amount of content work strategy you have to put into place. And I think for a lot of musicians, that's where they throw the towel in. They're like, Oh my God, I, I barely have enough time to make one post of Facebook. Now I got to create exclusive videos and do chats and prepare merch. How did you, handle that how did you manage that increased workload and keeping keeping something free and keeping something for subscribers well it's a whole new paradigm mike and a perfect question i hope i don't get too long-winded in the answer but it Go is complicated because you have uh, you and i have had this discussion via email and phone a number of times where you think i should be doing a facebook live concert and I say, no, that's for my Patreon subscribers. You really have to hold back your content. You can't just give everything away for free. Um, the desire as a musician, as an entertainer, is, man, we just want to sing and play and express ourselves, and hopefully somebody will listen. I mean, that's, that's how we got into this in the first place when we were kids. We just wanted an audience. We didn't care about a paycheck. Give us a free hot dog and let us play at your backyard <laughs> party. Uh, and I obviously, the subscription platform is nothing new. And it started for me when I became I, I was a big fan of this radio show coast to coast am with uh, george nori before that art bell uh, uh paranormal ghost stories bigfoot ufos all that just a great overnight radio broadcast and of, of course they have millions of listeners and millions of fans i grew up listening to that program with art bell and they offered a program called the uh, coast to coast insider it's six bucks a month i've been a subscriber now for a long, long time, well over, I think, 12 years or so that I've been subscribing to that platform. And I thought, what a great value. I mean, I could listen to any episode from all time at the click of a button on my phone while I'm at the gym. Uh, I get the all of the extra added content that people don't get for six bucks a month. And I thought, I'd like to do that. That'd be cool. Uh, when Patreon launched, when I first heard about Patreon anyway, in 2015, I think it was 2015, I heard about it and signed up. I'm one of those whores that will sign up for anything. As soon as it comes <laughs> online, I'll, I want to put my name in whatever slash Rod Keel, whatever it is. If it flies, cool. If it doesn't, at least I've got my name registered and my, uh, my basically staked my claim on that platform. And I, I had that in the works, thinking about it for a few years, thinking it would be really cool to put all my stuff in one place for the fans who really enjoy what I do to pay a monthly subscription fee. And then they can get all the cool stuff. They can get the music, my entire catalog. They can get video, audio, interaction. It'd be a really cool thing. It really didn't hit home until Renee was diagnosed with cancer. My wife uh, was diagnosed yeah. with 
cancer yeah. in 2016. And I obviously was not going to be able to tour that year. How am I going to keep entertaining people from home? You've got to do it online. You've got to be online. You've got to find a way to engage your audience and do what you love to do and entertain people online. I tell you that I get the same juice and jitters doing an online chat with my fans or an online broadcast that I do right before I walk on the stage in a sold out arena. It's the same thing. I'm performing for my people. Uh, and I thought that uh, it would be a great avenue for me to express myself. I didn't realize at the time that it would become a tribe, an extended family, where these people that are subscribing to my Patreon now are they're interacting with each other. They meet each other online in the online chats or at gigs backstage and through the Facebook group page. And they become an extended family and they have relationships within that, you know, uh, yeah. Patreon Keelaholic group that I didn't really realize it's not really about me anymore. It's about the fans. And I, uh, I know that for, for many of my peers, that are, are really working it, Patre the Patreon platform, working it very hard, They, it's not worth the investment. It's not worth the time. It's just not worth it. In order to make it worth it for me, I've been able to diversify so much with so many different uh, aspects of the content. For instance, you want to come see my concert May 28th in Bloomville, Ohio? I'll give you a $15 discount if you're a Patreon All Access member. You can come to the show for 15 bucks off. You can meet me backstage. We'll have dinner. We'll have a beer. All that stuff, those experiences, uh, I can offer that as part of the Patreon platform. The uh, album releases, Patreon uh, subscribers get half price. They get an automatic discount on all the merch. They get to see and hear everything I do first, and they get to have a say in what I do. In fact, today... The next Patreon post I do after we get off line for this interview is the Patreon fans are going to put together the Black Sabbath tribute show that we're going to do May 29th, the following day after that, that show I just mentioned. We're debuting the Keel Sabbath, Black Sabbath tribute, May 29th in Bloomville, Ohio at the uh, Smoking Country Saloon Bike Rally, our first gig as the Black Sabbath tribute. And I'm going to let the fans choose the songs. Uh, I give them everything I possibly can, but getting back to the uh, crux of your question, Michael, you've got to learn to hold back. I, you and I have had this discussion. I can't just, of course, everybody seems to have the urge to whatever they eat, whatever they do. I'm outside on the sidewalk and here's my dog. You know, this is, they got to put it on Facebook. Um, I have to resist that urge to just put every, cause I want to express myself. I want to be loud and vocal and interactive and all that. I have to learn to hold off, man. This is for Patreon subscribers. These people are paying and it's 23 cents a day. That's if you're pay, paying monthly, uh, an annual membership is $75 and membership is at an all time high right now because I deliver the goods and I've got the ability to give them different stuff 
Uh, what have you learned by doing that, Ron? I mean, you've, you've been doing this for a while. It seems like you've really got a community. They're engaged. They're a community amongst themselves. Um, what are some things that you've learned? Are there some things that worked well that maybe surprised you? Are there some things that you've pivoted and tried some different things? Well, you know, the, the thing that works really well for me, and you can put up the lights. I'm here in the man, the fan cave with the big production and the microphones and the pro audio and all that. It's cool. to, But the, what, what works best is the motorcycle sessions. And I do this all the time. I'll just get fed up with being online or being on the computer, on the phone, getting, working on all this other stuff. I will get fed up, grab the guitar, and go to the garage, at least during the wintertime, because it's been wintertime the last six months. <laughs> so the motorcycle's been parked. We do need to inflate the tires and charge the battery, but I go out to the motorcycle and just sit there and play and sing a song. And no production, no multi-cameras, no microphones, no nothing. Just me in the garage, being me, sitting on my bike, singing a tune. That has gotten the most reaction. People go, I love the motorcycle sessions. I miss it. What, what are you going to do next? And then they make a request. Will you sing this one? Next time you're on the motorcycle, sing this song. So it's not a matter of big, fancy bells and whistles and lights. It's a matter of just being yourself. Letting yeah. these people into your lives. And as we write, create, and record the new album, I've had to back off my interaction, so to speak. I can't do the perpetual 24-7 meet and greet with my Patreon fans while I'm engaged in the songwriting process. The computer goes off, except for the song files and the audio and lyric sheets, the the I, I isolate myself in this room where I'm at right now. And I realize every now and then, man, this is cool. I really like this lyric. This, this song is, this is a special tune I just worked on. And you can go to Patreon. You can watch me writing the songs. You can hear the new lyrics as I write them. And I'm taking those people on my journey pretty much the same way as I treat my, my wife and kids. You know, I'll go upstairs after a session and go, hey, check out what I just wrote. Those Patreon fans get that same real keel that the people on Facebook or Twitter or, or YouTube don't get. Uh, and that's because of that family relationship we built online the last two and a half years on the Patreon platform. I don't know that, you know, I, I can't tell anybody else how to do it. I can show you and tell you how I do it, mm -hmm. but... For me, it's been a very liberating experience just being myself, turning the camera on and, and saying, hello, I love you. I miss you. I'm sorry I can't do this or that today, but I got this new song I want to share with you. And, and, and just to be myself and the uh, different content that I have to offer, the audiobook has been huge. And uh, people can hear, hear and uh, enjoy the audiobook online they can go back in time and see some of the videos that I post on Patreon that are not on Facebook or YouTube because I just, uh, I, it's not a matter of greed or trying to capitalize on, I mean, yeah, it's capitalism, but for me, it is, uh, 
my my music teacher and my father both who were really hardworking people who two father figures that i had my music teacher would hammer on me rod you don't work for free it's a charity benefit you know i'm gonna go sing for these cancer victims or these american military vets and you don't work for free don't work for free well you're not going to come over and mow my lawn just because you know you 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 like to mow lawns you're gonna you're gonna charge me 20 bucks that you gotta you gotta make a living doing it you've got to capitalize on it i don't want to work for free but i also uh you know the thing is if i did a facebook live concert and i asked for a virtual tip jar and i've never done this not once have i ever had a virtual tip jar on a Facebook Live. I believe I would make $20,000 tomorrow. I would probably get 10 bucks a piece from 200 fans or 2,000 fans. That's the math. But excuse yeah. me, it's, it's tax season. My math skills are <laughs> it's tax. It's, yesterday was two days ago, it was tax day. Good. My math skills are not good. But yeah, I think I would get 2,000 people giving me 10 bucks each. That's 20 grand. I have friends in the business that are making $5,000 a month in their virtual tip jar. Friends that are performers that have a fraction of the Patreon subscribers that I have, but they're on other platforms, whether it's Twitch or Facebook Live with a virtual tip jar. And they're making five to $8,000 a month in their virtual tip jar. Now I haven't done that. I don't do cameo. Uh, I have friends who are making a living literally yeah, yeah. during the pandemic from their little cameo videos, 50 bucks, hundred bucks a pop. Hey, happy birthday. I'm so-and-so. I don't do any of that uh, because I believe it would dilute the importance of my Patreon platform. My Patreon subscribers, you can pay $6.99, $6.99 cents. You get a one-hour guitar lessons from, from Ron Keel or a voice lesson, songwriting workshops. Those members get everything. Everybody else gets what they pay for. If they, and I understand the subscription dilemma these days because I am in the same boat, man. I got to subscribe to Amazon Prime. I got Netflix. I put a substantial amount of money each month into other Patreon creators. Mark Striegel from Talking Metal. I support Mark Striegel wholeheartedly, and I support his Patreon. Jasmine Kane, who is a friend of mine who does a lot of great Patreon interaction. You know, it's five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month to each of these different creators, uh, whether it's an artist, a podcaster, uh, whoever's on Patreon. I set aside a certain budget a month of my own money to support other people. But I can't support it. I can't support Disney. I'd love to see The Mandalorian. Come on, it looks it looks great. The commercials look fantastic. But we've got to draw the line somewhere at how much money we spend in subscriptions. Getting back to that original coast to coast AM subscription that I talked about, six bucks a month for just really quality, compelling entertainment that I listen to on the road, on the airplane, at the gym. Uh, it's it's a great entertainment value. And I'd like to think that my Patreon, I've got to give them some value. Give them something they can't get anywhere else. Because if you can get it on Facebook or YouTube, why pay for it? 
know, Spotify, uh, any, any of those platforms, they're all great. And we embrace them all. And we try and involve ourselves with, with all those platforms, but the revenue generated from those becomes, it becomes not worth it anymore. Uh, I've got to make at least enough money to justify staying in the business and, and doing what I love to do for a gig. It's the same with, with a concert. Uh, when we book a show, I got to make sure I can pay my crew, pay the expenses, pay my band, get to point A and point B and back without losing a whole lot of money. And it's really just an investment and return kind of thing. Uh, and I hate to put the capitalistic spin on it, but it is, it is work, man. It's, it's really hard work. It's, it's business. And if you equate that to any other business, it obviously makes sense. Like mowing your yard. I'm not going to come over and cut your grass for free, man. Give me 20, give me 20 bucks. I'll come cut your grass, but I'm not doing it for free. So, uh, they're getting a lot of content for free these days. You know, you can listen to any song I've ever done for free. You know, it, it, it seems to me part of, you know, first of all, there is, as you said, there's nothing wrong with capitalism and making money. A musician deserves to be paid for what you create and what you do. You're not there to entertain people for free for the rest of your life because you can't walk into Safeway and say, hey, I just entertain these people for free. Will you give me groceries? And they're going to say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know? So you've got to earn money. But I think above and beyond that, what I'm hearing about your Patreon that you really like is the the relationships and the community that you have built with your fans and for your fans, meaning the, the relationship you have with them and the relationships that they're creating amongst themselves. We've always talked about this in, in the in the KISS world. You know, part of the reason kiss expos and conventions are so much fun it's not going there to buy stuff it's going there to spend an entire weekend hanging out with other fans in the bar and just bullshitting and talking with somebody who loves the same thing you do so you've created that and i think to some extent that is the one of the perks it feels to me that you're you're giving people through your patreon is a community and and the example that I recently just saw was on one of your most recent shows and you had posted a photo of this. I think you posted it on, on Facebook was um, at, at whatever venue we're at, there was a little table and you had a little welcome card for one of your Patreon members on this table and some goodies laid out for them. And I just thought that is the coolest thing I've seen you're going to see your favorite artist, whether they knew this was going to happen or not, they sit down at a reserve table with their name that you put out there for them with some tchotchkes and some freebies and stuff like that. I'm like, talk about a relationship builder right there. I mean that, that, and, and that's only because you were a Patreon member. That's right. Uh, I do pride myself in that. And that, that, uh, those, those moments and experiences are priceless for me. And I think they seem to enjoy it too, man. They, 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 they're really appreciative and 
They enjoy that experience. They get to watch me set up my gear and plug in my cables. And of course, I've got special gifts for them. I've got the little reserve table with your name on it and an autograph photo, a special photo for for that particular event. And I I think about each one of them because they are SVP and I have a pretty good idea who's going to show up to the gig. So I try and put something in the envelope with their name on it and think, well, I think he'll like this, man. He doesn't have one of these. Maybe it's just a little merchandise item that doesn't cost me a whole lot. Uh, and it's an investment. I probably, I spend as much as I earn on Patreon. Uh, but those people have been so loyal and so supportive. They will buy uh, the merchandise even at a discounted rate when like the news, the Keel streets of rock and roll vinyl, which is coming out next month. Uh, we have a vinyl edition of this record that's coming out and I'm really, really excited about that. It's not available to anybody, but my Patreon members and people don't understand. Well, it's why, why are you just selling it to them? This is, I don't have, I don't have enough. There's, there's only 500 copies being pressed. Uh, Patreon comes first when it comes time for, for anything that I do, I want people to realize, man, that's a, that's a pretty good value for 23 cents a day. You put 23 cents in a parking meter, you're going to stay there for 20 minutes. You put 23 cents into Patreon, you're going to get a day's worth of whip ass. And I just try and make it a, an acceptable value for what I do. And the, the, the fans, one of the most important things that we do is the live online chat the zoom chat where i will have an entire zoom room full of our patreon people and they just want to talk they want to say hello they want to see each other and they want to see me and they they, they might want to ask questions i'll give them the uh, the new updates and news and we'll have special guests like mark ferrari from keel on the the zoom chats uh try and give them an hour of experience that they can't get anywhere else and that personal interaction like you guys and I are having right now, we couldn't do this uh, 10 years ago with, with the Zoom platform that we're talking right now. I'm able to communicate face-to-face with you and with your listeners, your fans, my listeners and my fans. We couldn't do that 10 years ago. Why wouldn't we take advantage of a platform like this and just show people how much we care? I had a, a, a guy that works with me, uh, talked and he's out there talking to the fans while I'm sitting up gear and I'm changing clothes and I'm getting ready for my gig. He's out there engaging the fans when, when I can't. And he's asking me, does anybody else do this? And, and I, I don't think anybody else does what I do with the Patreon platform, the merch discounts, the VIP access that you get at shows. I mean, I had Night Ranger's road manager just blow it up at because I, I got Patreon people out here. They're going to have to get backstage, right? They're going to have to get backstage and take a picture of me, right? And we're opening for Night Ranger and I got my ass chewed, but uh, they're worth it. That's what we do. Well, and, yeah, I mean, I Jay and I have always said this, you know, with with the internet and what it's done to music sales, experiences are where it's at. It's, it's about selling the experience Absolutely. these days. It's not really selling the music. It's selling the experience that comes with music because you can't steal an experience. You can't pirate an experience. Right. You can't fake right. an experience. And, and, and as you said, you like to think that when that fan sits down at the table and that little card is there, it means something to them. 
I can tell you as a fan, that means so much because I've always told people the number one thing fans want above everything that an artist could do is to be recognized for being your fan. Exactly. Exactly. That's why when we're on stage, we want to make eye contact with as many people in the audience as we possibly can. We want to high five them. We want to thank them. We want to give them a horn. Just show them that they are recognized. Well, great point, Michael. And we didn't have that. As you said, Ron, growing up, I would have given my car to go backstage at ACDC, Priest, Kiss, you know, we just didn't have that access. And today there's nothing to be ashamed about or feel guilty about, you know, it's the music business and we don't have the sales that we used to have. We're not making the revenue from streams that maybe we think we should be getting. And you're providing a service and a value. And I'm telling you, I I subscribe to people's Patreon. I cheerfully pay that money. I get the recognition that Mike just mentioned. I get access. And it also shows me, I can show my friends, you know what? I'm, I'm a fan of this band. This is my community, whether you're a parrot head or in the kiss army or, you know, a keelaholic, whatever you are, that's my community, you know, and it's part of who I am. And that's important. I, I, I agree. And that value for me, it, 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 to me, it's, it's an incredible value because I, I already mentioned the virtual tip jar. I would make $20,000 tomorrow with a virtual tip jar. I will not th- make that much on Patreon. I will not do the tip jar. The only time you'll see a tip jar on my stage is when I'm raising money for a, a military veterans charity or cancer research or something like that. And the fact is, if after the gig, if I go to the bar, I'm going to stand there at the bar and I'm going to get 20 people begging to buy me a shot in a beer. And they'll all put that 10, 10 I'll buy Rod Keel a shot in a beer. All you got to do is su- subscribe to patreon.com slash Ron Keel for $6.99 a month. And I'll buy my own beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy the beer I want to drink. <laughs> but people don't really understand that. It's taken a while for us to, to get people wrapped around that concept. Why would you pay 40 bucks for this album if you could pay 30 bucks if you're a subscriber and it only costs you $6.99 and you can see and, and you can become a part of this community, see and hear stuff that you're not going to see in here. My Black Sabbath demo, tons of unreleased songs, content that is only for Patreon subscribers. And part of, part of my... Uh, approach has been to gear myself away from that let's just get i want i want people to hear this of course you as an artist you want everybody to hear everything you do that's part of the uh expression emotion that's that's within all of us and a perfect example is one day you know i'm putzing around here in the studio setting up gear and playing a, a record and i heard a song that i hadn't I had heard once or twice, but it, it really hit home. And I played it on the, the turntable on the vinyl edition. And I, I, I listened to it a couple of times and I just had to play and sing it. I said, I, I've got to sing this song right now. And I sat right here where we're speaking and I put the phones on, hit record, played and sung the song just for myself, just because I had to, I just love the song that much. And I thought, what a cool thing. I'm going to give this to my Patreon people. 
as I'm not posting it on Facebook or YouTube, but if you're on Patreon, you can see that song. It's called uh, A Guy Going Nowhere. And uh, it's a Garth Brooks song. Uh, Garth Brooks did the live version. Uh, who's the original artist? Ashley, I forget her name. Anyway, it's just one of those songs that hit me. Just, this is fucking cool. I got to sing this now. And I came in here and I sang it. I played it. You've got to gear yourself to hold something back. Yeah. And not give it all away on YouTube or Facebook. And that's a very tough urge for, for many of us because we just want to express ourselves. We want to post what we had for lunch or where we're at or what we're doing or our thoughts and feelings. That's one of the beauties of social media is that we can just put ourselves out there and let everybody else's opinions, uh, you know, you can either listen to them or disregard them. Social media is a beautiful, wonderful beast and I love it. And I engage my audience and fans every day on that, but the special a stuff, different level, special stuff that, that it, you know, it's the difference between family and friends. Yeah. I well, you know, I, Ron, Ron, I, I, I think back to when we were talking about this, I said, you know, when I started Kiss Online, Kiss's website back in 98, right. it was yeah. a paid website. You had to, it was like a Patreon. You had to pay yeah. to get in. Exactly. And, and the philosophy was, and I think this philosophy still holds true today is think of it as like the red light district in Amsterdam. Everybody can walk down the street. You can look in the window. You can get a little sizzle by walking by and seeing what's there. But if you want to actually experience it and get the full show, you're going to pay to go back behind the door. And that's sort of what social media and Patreon can be like is social media is the tease, the sizzle. This is what you're missing. This is what you can see. Yeah. Here's a little taste of it. Here's one photo from this show I just did. But if you want to see a hundred photos, including sound check and backstage, you got to go to Patreon and then exactly. you get the full experience. Yesterday was the 37th anniversary of the first Kiel show ever. Uh, wow. And of course, I'm going to celebrate that milestone and spike the football and post some photos from the gig and the flyer and the ticket stub and, and all that stuff and, and thank my fans for the longevity that I've had. This is really great. This is the 37th anniversary of the show. By the way, if you want to watch the whole show, here's the link on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, awesome. and, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. I think fans will always be willing to pay for that access as long as you had alluded to as well, it's value. That access delivers something of value. You know, if if you're if what you're if that exclusive content is is crappy content, the fans are going to pay are going to vote with their wallet, and they'll eventually stop paying. Exactly, and we have had nothing but obviously an increase during the pandemic uh, last year when the entire focus of our entertainment activities went online. And even right now, we are, we are three subscribers below our all-time level. I'm not at my all-time peak today, but we are, we're damn close. And most people that subscribe don't bail. There are a few that will come on there and, and, uh, 
They'll they'll eat it up for a month and they'll get all the cool stuff. They can go back and watch all the old videos, listen to the audio book, enjoy the interaction, take advantage of the merch discounts. Even if you're going to subscribe for a month, you're going to save you know, a lot of money on the merch discounts if you want to buy the new album or a, a vinyl copy of Streets of Rock and Roll or, or just catch up on the radio show or whatever. You could subscribe for a month and then bail if you want. And I get that. I've done that with subscription platforms myself where I'll subscribe for a month, soak up some content and then bail. I get that. And we're going to have people come and go. That's just the, the nature of the entertainment beast because the fans, they're not going to start. They're not going to buy Steeler. And then everything I do for the rest of my life, I don't expect them to buy every shirt, every coffee mug, every right. album, concert tickets to every show. They're not going to buy everything I do. Uh, it's a it's a fluid situation, and we're going to continue to try and entertain the the old fans. That, and that that's what's cool about it too, is because for me, I give the Steeler fans a little something special. And uh, last Christmas, two Christmases ago, everybody that was subscribing got a Steeler shirt and a sticker and a guitar pick, and it was you know Steeler month. And uh, I will uh, everybody who subscribed in December of 2020 every subscriber got a free copy of my new alone at last acoustic cd as a christmas gift i will go through the basement here as i clean out the basement my fans are the beneficiaries and i literally i will send them a laminated pass from the monsters of rock cruise 2013 i think robert would like this let's say and i'll put it in the mail i'll send it to him it's, it's just part of the cool thing and people are blown away by it for me, it's just cleaning out the basement. It cost me a buck to send it, but for them, it's a memory of a lifetime. And knowing that Ron Keel cares about me, you know, yeah, Ron, he, Ron, Ron, Ron Keel thought about me. Exactly. Again, it goes back to that recognition. You recognized That's right. That's right. that fan. And by doing that, you have secured that fan in your corner for the rest of your life. Yeah. I think so. I think you're right, Michael. And the platform has been uh, amazing for me and it's great now that we're in concert season and you know, we're, we're booked pretty hard and heavy the rest of the summer up through September. I've got a few holes to fill, but part of that touring experience, as we go on the road, the Keelaholics go with me and they're able to get video from backstage. They're able to see sound check. They're able to get VIP discounts. They're able to come backstage and hang with us, whether Night Ranger kicks me out of the backstage area or not. Those Keelaholics are coming with me. I don't mean to harp about Night Ranger. It was just, it was like one of those moments. But when you're when when you're the opening act, uh, you have to uh, to deal with that. And we've got uh, all those experiences that come along with, like you mentioned, Michael, that. Uh, little sign on the table reserved for and a little autographed picture and you know whether it's a little token of my appreciation i do uh these poker chips that uh they're it's like alcoholics anonymous so it's keelaholics anonymous and for every year that you remember you get a you get a chip i've got people that are getting ready to receive their three-year chips here in september they've been with me since day one we started this thing in september of 2018 and uh, just those little things that uh, it, it's fun for me. I get to be creative and think, 
what can I do for my people today? You know, and I wake up in the morning and the first thing I got to do is I got to, I got to let them know that we're doing the black Sabbath tribute on May 29th. Cause nobody knows that. I'm not sure when you're broadcasting this, but by the, by then the cat yes. will be out of the bag. Yes. But uh, that's, that's going to happen May 29th and nobody knows, but the Patreon subscribers are going to be the first to know, and they're going to get to help me choose the songs for the Black Sabbath tribute song list. So they're involved. They are really absolutely involved in creative decisions even. And uh, I, I, they're a part of my life and they're my family. So just like I would go upstairs and ask my wife, what do you think of this new vest? You know, those, those people, are, they're my family. And, and that relationship is something I never, ever uh, realized would develop from building this online platform i did not realize it would be about those friendships i thought it was about product right they want they want to see the video and they want the unreleased songs and they want the they want me to to work for them really all they want is me to recognize them as you said michael recognize them and be there with them and for them and uh that that for me is also a blast i mean you how know rock, how i rock I, stars stuff like that i you know we, we're going to need to wrap up here, but I think what you just said encompasses everything. Mm -hmm. It's not about product. It's about friendships. And, and I think every musician needs to not just approach Patreon that way, but you approach everything you're doing yeah. that way. You're not just selling a product. You're right. selling a friendship, a relationship, a tribe, a community, an experience. With and that, the commerce that. will come. You have to want that. You have to, uh, guys like me, and I'm the guy on the Monsters of Rock cruise. As we wrap up, Michael, I will not be too long-winded here, but the Monsters of Rock cruise, perfect example. I think I've, we've done eight or nine of them the past 12 years. And I'm the guy who will be the first one out of his cabin with a cup of coffee in the morning, hanging with the fans and shaking hands, taking pictures. And some of my rock star friends and peers will stay in their cabin order room service and they'll come out at showtime. I'm there with my fans all day long. And personally, I enjoy that. I love that, man. I mean, I'll, I'll go out in the crowd and just soak up the love. I'll, even during the Right to Rock, I'll have my mic in my hand that I, I want to feel that love and feel those relationships with those fans and friends. Uh, and I, 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 it's the way I've always been. I'll never change. I, I do encourage, I know this is a business podcast. If you're going to implement Patreon into your business plan, be smart about it. And be creative about it. Try and give them something they can't get anywhere else. Do whatever you can, whenever you can. And even if it's just getting online and doing a, a little hello message or an audio blog, everything you do, record it. Like after, as soon as we get done with this interview, my fans are going to see it on Patreon long before your viewers. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I'm just kidding. But... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool though, right? To share this video with my Patreon subscribers. Sure. No, I'm kidding. I would, I would not do that, but I would think about it. <laughs> you got to think about it. You got to think about it. Exactly. Ron, you know, for, for those who have been listening to this and want to see how you're running Patreon, once again, where can they go? Patreon.com slash Ron Keel. And of course, all those links are at Ron Keel dot com and i do have a lot of people in the business 
Michael, as you know, that uh, whether they're podcasters, uh, record companies, journalists, uh, people in the media that subscribe to my Patreon, just so they could check out what I'm doing. What's Ron yeah. doing? Yeah. So I appreciate their contribution as well. Ron, yeah. th this was Honor, this was man. awesome. I, you know, I can chat with you about business all day long. I feel the same way about you, Michael. Thank you for all your help and for including me in, in uh, Three Sides of the Coin and this, this podcast. And uh, I've enjoyed what you do. And I can't thank you enough for your friendship and mentorship through the years. Let's keep it going. All right. Awesome. You got it, Ron. Thank you Thanks, so much. Thanks, Ron. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks, Jay. Yep. Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value. As I said, man, I can talk to Ron about the business all day long. I mean, he's got amazing rock star stories. Yeah. But, you know, this is a guy who through his career. I mean, he had Ingve Malmsteen in Steeler. Yeah. The success yeah. of Keel. Gene mm. Simmons producing Keel. Mm -hmm. He's gone from hard rock to country to country rock to you know, he's he's and 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 as as you alluded to at the beginning, he's a guy who's done podcasts, mm -hmm. books, radio shows, Patreon, websites, live touring. I mean, yeah, he he's got his hands in every aspect of the business. And I love talking to people who do that. I do, too. I have a lot of respect for him. The, the word I was thinking of during the conversation is inspiring, because when you're surrounded by people like Ron who want to roll up their sleeves, let's get to work, let's do this. It just inspires you. And uh, I love that he's taken his career. He's not lazy. He hasn't given up. He's trying new things. And uh, I could listen to him talk all day long. Yep. I, I, yep. Let, let's encourage fantastic. him. Write, write, write that business book, Ron. I think that would be a fascinating. I'll buy one. I'll, I'll pre-order. Yeah, it. that would be fascinating. You learn from somebody who's been there, who's had the record deal, who's lost the record deal, who's gone from vinyl to to the MP3s to losing the sale of MP3. You know, there's so yeah. much to learn. He's from seen somebody it all, who's man. Seen, seen it all. So, yeah fascinating interview i love love chatting with ron um and obviously check out his patreon if you want to see how somebody is doing it and and i think one of the keys here is it's not all about just giving some sort of goods it's about creating that experience that's right and one other just last little note is check out his website you want to see how someone does a website right check it out yep 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 so uh, if you are uh, watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us, subscribe on iTunes. And of course, one final shout out to our supporters and sponsors. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot.com, BandsInTown.com, BandZoogle.com, and DiscMakers.com. We appreciate everything you do to support us. And hey, if you want to reach our audience, Send us a message wherever you listen to us, YouTube, our websites, wherever. We'll be happy to talk to you and see if we can get you in as a sponsor as well. Uh, that's it. We will see everybody next week.